You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So today we are going to be diving in and talking all about email marketing and helping us as Kendra Swalls of Girls. Girl means business. Kendra, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Absolutely. So you guys can read about Kendra in the show notes, but why don't you dive in and kind of give us a little bit about your journey and yourself and kind of how you got to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually started out in life <laughs> after <laughs> post-college. Um, I won't go that far back. I started off as an education, as a teacher, an elementary teacher. I taught second grade and I growing up, like that was my path. I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. That's oh it. My God. I said story. that when I was in second grade too. I was like, I'm going to Did be- you? I did. I kind of am. So I guess it kind of worked, right? <laughs> exactly. It all comes full circle. But yeah, so I went to college, got my degree in education. I taught for several years. I enjoyed it, but I started kind of having this nagging voice in the back of my head that was like, is this really what you want to do forever? Yeah. And my best friend at the time, we'd known each other since we were in kindergarten. She had just had her second baby and we were talking, I was over at her house. We were talking about her, their photos they had done. And I was like, I mean, they're cute. She goes, Kendra, we could do this. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I mean, and I'd always loved photography. It was something that I, I took photography classes for fun in college back when we like this dates me, but like we, I learned how to develop film in a dark room and all that kind of cool stuff. So we just sort of jumped in thinking like, let's do this together. Let's start this photography business. It'll help us like get maybe because she was teaching too. And she was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we started it. We learned really quickly. We had very different interests when it came to photography. She wanted to photograph babies. I did not. I wanted adults that could follow directions. Right. <laughs> so we split off, did our own thing. So for a couple of years, I was doing teaching and running a photography business on the side. Okay. And in the meantime, I kind of built this community of other photographers in my area that started growing like crazy. My business started growing. I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't do both. I have yeah. to pick one. Um, so I t- jumped feet first into photography. I put in my resignation, came home that night and told my husband. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, um, by the way, by the way, um, I'm yeah. starting a business and I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> exactly. So let's figure it out. Oh, and we had two kids. Um, oh yeah. You got to throw that in the mix too, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just mess it all up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I learned pretty early on in my photography business that I loved the business part of business. Yeah. The photography and the creative part was really fun and exciting. But the the part that really lit me up and was like, ooh, I want to learn more about this. And I think it kind of goes along with sort of my analytical brain. I yeah. I loved, I taught math and I loved kind of the puzzleness of math. That's yeah. not really a word, but we'll, yeah. we'll invent We're going to make it one. I like it. <laughs> so I loved the fact that like with the business side, with marketing and 
and SEO and social media, it was kind of this giant puzzle to, yeah. to figure out. And so um, I dove kind of into that. And I think that's when I started to see a ton of growth in my photography business. I, I had a ton of people in my community who were like, what are you doing? Like yeah. teach me your ways. <laughs> and I, I, after a year or two of being out of the classroom, I was like, oh, I kind of miss teaching. I don't want to go back to teaching in that form, but I, I miss it. So I started mentoring other photographers. I started like mentoring other small business owners locally with workshops and one-on-ones and small groups. And that led into me thinking like, okay, this is how I can use my teaching background to teach yeah. other women how to grow their business. So I started my Girl Means Business brand. I started the Girl Means Business podcast and it's just kind of I'm I'm always open to like what's going to happen next, like what's going to come my way. And I've yeah. been open to different opportunities and meeting people and learning new things and kind of diving into new arenas that I didn't even know existed for so long. And it's been super fun. So yeah. that's where I'm at now. I love it. And it's so crazy. Like, so I've been in the online space for three and a half, almost four years. And like literally four years ago, somebody said opt-in and I was like, what in the heck is that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like an opt-in. They're like, yeah, when you sign up and you're on a newsletter and I'm like, well, yeah, but, but what? It's a funnel and a, yeah, very confusing. And obviously there's so many terms out there and all of that good stuff, but um, we're going to be diving in specifically to the email marketing side of it, which is huge. So tell us a little bit about kind of like just in general, who should be using email marketing? What types of things email marketing can kind of be used for? Yeah. So, and kind of to the point you said too, like I, I didn't know what it was yeah. when I first started my business. I had zero clue. And I think that's one of the fun things about entrepreneurship is there's always something new to learn and something oh that you can, yeah. you know, take on. But yeah, so email marketing, I started putting implementing into my business about six years ago. And it's the one thing I would say, like, I wish I had done sooner in my business because I've seen a lot of impact from it. Yeah. And as far as who it's for, it's for everybody. I mean, I tell everybody I can, I'm like, you need to start building an email email list. Even if you don't do anything with it right away, start building your list because you own that list. Like with yep. social media, you don't own it. It, yep. it can go away in a heartbeat. People can unfollow you. I mean, they can unsubscribe for your list too, but right. You know, if for some reason the, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot. So if Instagram shuts down or they decide that to somehow there's a glitch and my account yeah. goes away, I, I don't have a way to, to contact those people. But if they're on my email list, I do. So yeah. I would say like, I mean, there's really no like, oh, this is really good fit for this type of business or this type of business. It's for anybody that wants to connect with your ideal yeah, client For sure. Yeah. And I will be the first to admit that I don't use email marketing to its fullest potential. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of about 3000 people, but it, a lot of times it's that thing that gets put on the back burner. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do it next week. Oh yeah, I'll do it next week. And then, you know, it's three months later. Um, and exactly. I feel like that's what a lot of people do, but maybe what are some of those important reasons that you need to be super consistent with email marketing and kind of maybe some ways that people people can be more consistent with that because I do think having an email list is super important. Like you said, if you're only finding clients on Instagram and Instagram disappears, like what mm -hmm. happens to your business, right? We've all figured that out from COVID too, right? When you can't yeah. be in person, what happens to your business? So we always need to be able to pivot, but maybe just some like why it's so important to use email marketing and um, email your list for sure. Yeah. Well, and to the point you said about the Instagram, so I actually am good friends with a, a girl 
And she started out with marketing on MySpace, which (laughs) I mean, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. I I don't think it does anyway. Nobody talks about it, knows about it. (laughs) And so you got, it got me thinking we were having a conversation today and I was like, oh, one of these days that could be Instagram or Facebook. You know, there's always these new things coming. So yeah. So for me with the email marketing piece, I hear a lot of people say like, oh, nobody reads emails, kind of like blogs, like nobody reads blogs. I'm like, that's not true. (laughs) You look at the numbers, people really do respond to emails. They open them, they read them. Um, But the key is you have to use your email as a community building piece. It's not, you know, a lot of people think of it as like, it's just another way to sell to their audience. And that's not really what it's made for. It, it is a great tool. And if it's used properly, it could be like the, I know people who they only send out, you know, offers to their email list and they book themselves out. They don't even, they don't even post about it on social media. Yep. And so, but what, but they have put in the groundwork to build a community. The great thing with email is think about like when you go on social media and you see someone, you know, a post that someone has put out there, you kind of, you immediately, even though you may not register it, your brain is immediately thinking, okay, this is not, this was not put out there with me in mind. This is just kind of like someone standing on the street corner yelling out information. Yep, <laughs> It's, it's for everybody. <laughs> Whereas when you get an email in your inbox, it feels a little more personal sometimes, especially if it's done in a really well way where it's, yeah. it makes you feel like it was meant just for you. And in email, it also, along with that personal piece, people respond to emails. Like I have, and we can get into this later on, but I have a whole welcome sequence that's kind of set up that's automated. So yeah. when someone opts into my email list, it triggers this work for this, you know, welcome sequence. I don't have to do a thing to have it happen. And one of those are, well, almost all of them, the last line of my email is, Hey, hit reply and ask me any questions you have, or let me know what you thought of this. You know, like I'm always telling people. And so I will have people responding to those emails on a regular basis. And I'm like, Oh, that's right. She's right. <laughs> she responded to this, You're this like, email. Wait, did I email that person? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But then I can respond to that person with like a quick little, you know, like, oh, I'm so glad this resonated with you. I'm so happy, you know, let me know. And now I'm not just some random person they follow on social media. Now we have a personal relationship and they're going to feel way more connected because they saw, oh, she took the time to actually respond to my email. And it just, it has this whole different feel to it when it's done correctly. When you're not just, you know, I always think about like, um, I end up on a lot of these email lists for online shopping places because yep. I do a lot of <laughs> online shopping. And a lot of times like, okay, no offense to Gap, Old Navy, but it, that whole, you oh know, that whole thing, so many but they emails. send out so many emails so and they're emails. all like, I mean, granted, they're all getting you to buy stuff. That's obviously what they're, they do. But they they're sell just you like things. spewing it. They're like, here, we yes. have this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh my God, that's too many things. Yes, it's too <laughs> much. And it's, it's like sensory overload sometimes. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, I think that that's an example of it probably not done the best way. And I'm sure it generates some results for them. Yeah. But I think that when it's done in a really well intentional way, it can be a, a huge community builder and relationship builder. And we, when you're a small business, those relationships are everything. So that's kind of what I think. And, and it doesn't have to be this overwhelming, like, oh my gosh, I have to sit down and write this like well thought out thing on top of all the other things I'm creating. You know, there's, 
emails can just be short and sweet and like something you thought of, or, Hey, here's a quick tip, you know, and it doesn't have to be something huge. It can be something that you plan ahead and you batch create. Um, you know, I've, I've got some things that can help with that, but yeah, it doesn't have to be one more thing that is overwhelming and takes up all this time. It can be something that you just sit down one day, you plan out a month or two's worth of, of emails, you schedule them out, and then you're building relationships while you're doing other things in your business. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I think that with everything, right? Social media, email marketing, all of the different marketing tactics, it's all about relationships. Like literally, Mm -hmm. if we just focus on that instead of like, oh, I need 5,000 followers and I need to, but what are you doing with those followers, right? Like if you're not DMing and messaging and emailing, connecting and like sharing personal stuff, like they're not going to buy immediately anyway. So um, I think that that's huge. And especially like you said, building the community and then even leading them into resources, right? Free things, free community where they can come and hang out. Like we have our mighty network that we use the hustle to flow productivity community. So like getting them into other things that could help them and really just like fostering the relationship instead of like buy my thing. And then I'm going to send you 17 more to buy my thing. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's one of the big mistakes is like people use it just to sell. Do you see maybe any other big mistakes people are doing in the email marketing space? Yeah. The, I mean, obviously the selling one is a, as a big one, like too too much selling, not enough value. Yeah. I also think that people put a lot of pressure on an email list. Um, You know, I see them kind of treating it like it's this big, massive undertaking when it's really not. They they overthink it too much. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I think that's a lot of us. I mean, I know when I first, I think a lot of it is just learning. You have to learn like and learn from I mean, I'm not trying to say this in like a bragging way, but like learn from people like myself who are going to say, this doesn't have to be a huge thing. Like it can just be this, this thing, this extra thing. You know, I, I know that like, for example, and I love Amy Porterfield, I'm not trying to like say anything about her, (laughs) but I think she's on such a different level than a lot of the people that I work with that it can, when you listen to her talk about email marketing or when you listen to like other experts, they talk about all of these things, segmenting and AB testing and, you know, that's a lot. And it, it can just be this simple thing. So I think a lot of people have this idea in their head and it keeps them from starting it. So, I mean, honestly, as basic as it sounds, one of the mistakes I see a lot of times is that people just don't start because they, they feel like that they can't start until it's this massive thing or, Oh, I can't send out emails because I only have 50 people on my email list and it's not big enough yet. Well, those 50 people are waiting to hear from you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I think my biggest thing and the thing that I do that holds me back from sending them is because I feel like it needs to be like this well thought out sequence of like, oh, you're Mm going to get this this week and this is next week and this is next week. And it like builds on top of each other. And then when I start thinking about that, I'm like, oh, okay, that has to wait till next week. And then it never gets done. So I think like you said, simplifying it and just doing it and just sharing 
short little things. It doesn't have to be this thing that you pay a copywriter for. It doesn't have to be this thing that is like six months worth of emails that are scheduled. I think we all need to hear that and simplify. I think not just in email marketing and everything, but <laughs> yeah, email, email marketing especially. So are you ready to scale your business? Are you ready for focus, clarity, and systems to save you time and give you the freedom you crave? Are you ready to work on your business and not in your business? Imagine this, waking up with your day already planned, checking things off your task list that are moving the needle forward and closing the laptop by 5 p.m. all while hitting your income goals. It's all possible. I scaled my business to six figures in less than 14 months with the right strategy, systems, and support. Hustle to Flow is my exact road to scalability framework that will get you all of that and more. Try it out today for $7 for seven days to see if it's a good fit for you because we are on a mission to support entrepreneurs who are on a mission to change the world. Speaking to that, how can we kind of simplify doing this? You have kind of like quick little action steps that you can maybe give people of like, if you have an email list, go do these things and kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah. So I would say like even backing up a little bit before that, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, I need to start an email list. Yeah. <laughs> um, step one is use an email provider. You can't just use Gmail. That's, that's yep. a no-no. And it's okay. going to be way more difficult for you. So, you know, like MailChimp, I use Flowdesk. I've used ConvertKit. There's a ton of them out there. I would say start with something that's that fits your your brand and your style and is yep. easy for you to understand. Yep. And then just start adding people to your list by offering them something, a lead magnet as it's called, or an opt-in. And a lot of times it can be something, you know, you even just throw up on your website and say, hey, you know, become a VIP member and um, join my newsletter or join my email list, or you can offer them something of value. So it could be a PDF. It could be um, a quick little video tutorial. It could mean there's, I have a quiz one that I've done. Yeah. And, and so not too complicated because we know like we all have videos, trainings, content, templates, PDFs, some kind of something we could throw together in a quick little freebie. Oh yeah. I bet if you're using Canva and you go back yep. to your Canva archives, you have <laughs> you something have you've it. already created. Yeah. <laughs> and so it. just start telling people about it, put it in your link for your Instagram bio, put it on your Facebook page, put it everywhere, put it as a, on your website. Even if it's not, you don't have to do a pop-up. It can just be like a little you know yep. thing at the top of your website keep it super simple. Um, once you have people coming onto your list, I am a huge fan of automation. So I, a lot of these, like I said, I use Flowdesk. They have a thing called workflows. I can't remember what it's called. It may be called the same thing in MailChimp, but basically it's just like you create a series of emails and you schedule out how often you want them to go out. So like if, Brittany, if you come onto my email list, then you're going to get one email right away. That's like, Hey, I'm so excited. You're here. Welcome. Um, and it, they're all super short and quick because I, I know that like, I know my audience, I know yep. that they're busy women who aren't going to sit and read an entire like novel in their email. Yep. <laughs> they want it to be one or two, maybe three paragraphs max with a little couple little thing, you know, like links or bullet whatever splattered or in. Yeah. 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 Bullet points, numbered lists. Those are all super easy to read and consume. But yeah, I have like four or five emails that go out every couple of days that kind of welcome them. I give them some resources. I share like a fun tip, a little bit about myself. And then I kind of tell them what to expect from me in that final welcome email. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm honest. I'm like, hey, 
you're probably going to hear from me once a week, sometimes every other week, if life gets crazy, (laughs) Um, I will not bombard you with sales emails. I am here to be your friend. I'm here to be a a sounding board. I'm here to share offer, you know, share advice and tips and things like that. And I let them know, I want you to talk back to me. I want you to reply to my email. And so I have that automatically done. I don't have to think about it. So even if I don't ever send another email, at least they feel like they've been welcomed into this group. And then from there, I would say like, figure out what works for you. For some people, it might be once a week. It might be once a month. It might be every other week. You know, you have to kind of look at what you feel like you're comfortable with and say, okay, what can I realistically keep up with on a regular basis? You know, it's kind of like starting a podcast. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, I would never would have dreamed that I would be two years into a podcast doing an episode every single week, but I've done it because I, you know, I know that it's, it's building a relationships, it's building community. And so I'm like, okay, if I can do a podcast once a week, I can do an email once a week because I already kind of have a topic. I already have something I can talk about. It's done. But if you're at the point where you're like, I am just overwhelmed, yeah. do one a month. I mean, one a month, it's kind of like a roundup of here are some cool things I think you might enjoy. Yeah, um, and you that. can always, you know, just again, like keep it super short and simple. It doesn't have to be long winded. It doesn't even have to be, you know, like super well written. You want it to be in your voice. Yeah. You want it to be, you know, if you're super outgoing and bubbly and fun, make that your emails. If you're super chill and like relaxed, then make them super chill and relaxed. That's what people want to feel like. It's just an email from their friend and not something that's written to, you know, a list of 3000. Yeah. I love that. So find an email provider, get a lead Mm -hmm. magnet, and then set up this automated sequence and just consistently email them because then it makes it so much easier all you have to do is talk about that lead magnet 24 <laughs> seven. Yes. <laughs> send them there, Absolutely. talk about it, tell them how you can give them value. You're sending them to a free thing. They're not having to pay you. So you don't have to feel salesy that you're sending them to something they're buying. And then you can build a relationship. I love it. I love it. And I love the like monthly roundup kind of thing too, mm-hmm. because you do so much in a month as a business owner that you could be like, Oh, I was on this podcast and I posted this thing on Instagram and here's this blog I wrote. Like, and you can basically then just circle them back to all of your resources, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like with emails, the the nice thing is, and I've done this with my email is that, you know, if there's a really super crazy busy time in your life or your business, and it it does kind of take the back burner, that's totally fine. They're still there. And so I've done it where I've like emailed me like, Hey, so I've been a little MIA. Here's what's been going on. (laughs) Um, And of course, like it depends on your business too, but like my email list is is majority are moms that are running a business as well. So they get it. I share, you know, and I let them know, I'm like, Hey, y'all are my people. And I'm going to be real and honest with you. (laughs) I'm going to share things with you. I probably won't post on social media. And that's the thing too, is you have to give them a reason to want to keep opening your emails And so if you're treating them like, Hey, you are my VIP people, like you're going to get parts of me and you're going to get things 
that other people aren't going to get. That's what's going to keep them wanting to be like, ooh, what's her email going to be about this time? Yeah, for sure. No, I, I definitely love that. I can tell my people that I was the conductor of the Hot Mess Express last week. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I was a disaster. I was coming back from like back-to-back vacations. My admin was on attorney leave. Like All the things were happening at the same time. I'm like, I'm drowning and I can't breathe. <laughs> like, and they, I think people relate to that more, right? So, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I love like simple we need to simplify literally everything in our lives and businesses <laughs> yes i agree simplify, i simplify, agree simplify. i think we we try to talk ourselves into thinking that everything has to be this perfect well oiled yep. machine <laughs> and it just doesn't that's not the it case it's not the case as much as you try <laughs> yeah awesome um okay so do you just kind of switching gears a little bit and then we can wrap things up but do you have like a favorite productivity hack for how you get stuff done in your business and life that you want to share? Yeah. So I use what I call time. Well, I mean, I don't call it this. It's what it's called like time blocking. Yes. Um, you know, I, I have two kids at home right now cause it's summer break yeah. and <laughs> I am like trying to enjoy summer and still like be business. Yeah. So like today is a perfect example. Like I told them, I was like, Hey, I've got you know, I'm doing these two clubhouse rooms in the morning. I've got this conversation and then I've got one more interview I'm doing for my podcast later. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, so I need this block of time. I've got 45 minutes in between these things that I can come like my daughter, my youngest one, she's like in that 45 minutes, can I do a spa day with you? Like they, that's their big thing right now. So I was like, yes, do you have it all set up and ready to go? So that when I come out of the office, like she was like, I'm going to put like do lotion massage on your arms and we're going to soak your feet in a little tub with a bath bomb and you know all this kind of stuff and so like letting them know and even on for myself know like okay for this hour and a half I'm I'm dedicating to this but then I have 45 minutes I'm dedicating to my kids and then I'm going to have you know these two hours that I'm recording and then I'm going to come out and we're going to have lunch and we're going to fix a snack and we might go for you know a walk or do something fun outside And so having those blocks of time instead of, and letting them know, especially if you've got kids at home or a spouse that's working with you, like letting them know, like, Hey, here's what my blocks look like today. That lets them feel like, okay, you have planned time for me. Instead of me just saying like, Hey, you can't be in here right now. I have things to do. (laughs) Um, So that's been huge for me. Plus it lets me know like, okay, I've got two hours. I don't have time to mess around. I I don't have time to scroll on Instagram right now. I don't have time to, you know, do these things because I only have this amount of time. So that has been a huge help for me. And are you color coded on your calendar? They are. Um, and and I will say, like, I mean, you have helped me with that because when we did our conversation for my podcast, I, and I even told you, I was like, I've downloaded Good Notes onto my, my tablet. <laughs> I am like making my little list of things, and I and I highlight in different colors. And I have a whole system now, and it's it's so <laughs> much fun. All thanks to Brittany. But yeah, I mean that that's been so huge for me. And I do like the focus I have during those times is so much better than when I'm like okay, I'm sitting down. I'm like, okay, but what do I need to be working on? Like, I'm very specific. Like, okay, for these two hours, I'm working on X, Y, and Z. Everything else gets put away until later. It's kind of like, you know, compartmentalizing. It's yeah, that's game changer. 
I love it. I love it. So she also mentioned her podcast. I was on her podcast. You guys should go check it out. Um, you've probably already heard me talk about it 5,000 times, but the three piece of productivity, <laughs> um, you should just hear it again because it's that important, but, um, and definitely get good notes. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. So good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> awesome. Um, is there anything else you feel like would be helpful? I mean, I feel like we've covered a lot, but just really simplifying and building a community with email and thinking of it as community building instead of selling, I think is the biggest point that we got out of this. Yeah. I think, you know, and I'll just kind of end with saying like, again, if you're thinking about this, just do it. Don't feel like you have to have all your ducks in a row. <laughs> Like That's don't think the you moral of the story for everything, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Just do it and then figure it out. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> I think Nike had to figure it out. Just do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just jump in start. Even if, like I said, if you don't ever, if you don't send anything out for a while, just start getting people on that list. Cause again, that's the thing I wish I had started sooner. I think I would have seen even faster growth had I done that. So just, sure. just do the thing. I love it. I love it. All right. Where can people find you? Do you have any resources to share? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at girl means business. Um, and then my website, girlmeansbusiness.com. That's where like, it's kind of home base. So you'll find like links for the podcast. And I do have a email marketing starter kit. So that will, um, if you go download yep. that, it's in my link in bio. It's also, I'm sure Brittany will yeah, share it. We'll drop it in the show notes. You yes. have all the links for everything. Yeah. So that's a good place to start because it will kind of walk you through those starter steps that I talked about earlier on. And you get that welcome sequence template. So you get those five emails that I send out. You get those as a template where you just kind of drop in your information and kind of make little tweaks to make it your own. But the structures there, the wording is all there. Um, and so that will kind of help take some of the guesswork out of it for you. So if you're listening and you're like, okay, that sounds great, but what do I yeah. say? <laughs> it's all there for you. So you can go grab that and that'll help you just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yes. I love email templates. So that makes the process faster. And then to that point, a little hack is when you sign up for other people's list, watch what they're doing because Ooh, you yeah. could mimic that and put, obviously put it in your own voice and towards your own services and things like that. But you can kind of see the journey they're taking you on. And if you like it, mimic it. And if you don't like it, don't mimic it. <laughs> yeah. What I do for that is I actually have a whole email address that I've set up that I use for when I subscribe. And so that way it's like my swipe file. And so I can go in like once a week and see, Ooh, what has this person been sending out? And I kind of put them into little categories of like, Oh, I really loved that headline. I really loved, you know, this part of this email and I have like, I drop them in and then I can always go back for inspiration. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that you have a separate email for that too. <laughs> so that it's yeah. Cause like I, I don't have, I don't have the email. mental capacity <laughs> to like right. clutter my own email. So I keep it separate. <laughs> and we are of the mindset of detoxing your inbox anyway. So I love there you it. go. Awesome. Okay, guys, everybody go follow her. Go check out the podcast. Um, it is awesome. Uh, obviously, I was on there, but she has some other really amazing guests too. And then definitely go download the email starter kit. We'll put all the links and everything in the show notes. Kendra, thank you so much for coming on. It was so much fun. Thank you, Brittany. This was awesome. I appreciate awesome. it. All right, guys, we will see you soon. <laughs>